Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. My name is Nat and I'm here for you. I am here for you, usually three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, to cheer you up and give you the keys to the door that will unlock your happiness. But I'm human too and I got to take time for my family. I can't always be on here. <laughs> But I'm back today. Hey, if this is your first time here, welcome to the show. I'm glad you found the podcast. Don't know what you searched for, but you're searching for something, and hopefully I can help you find it here. There's a large library of podcasts, over 400 shows that you can search through to help uh, solve your issues or the things that you have questions about. And if it's not in there, then I want to hear about it because I want to talk about it. And you know how to do that? You do. You go to BePositivePodcast.com slash your story. Start typing what's bothering you, and I'll talk about it. Now, right off the bat, I want to give a quick uh, uh, condolences out to Stephen or Stefan listening on Spotify. He says, recently I had to euthanize my dog, and I'm really struggling with the guilt and second-guessing whether I made the right decision. It has been a number of weeks, and I just cannot find any positive things or happiness. Well, Stephen... Um, you have to go off what the doctors suggest since we're not doctors. Um, and um, I really, I, I've had to euthanize a cat. I'm not a huge cat person, but uh, we've had to do that. And I've lost animals. We all have. And they become part of your family. And, you know, you're going to second guess it because you feel like you had to make the decision. And uh, was it right? Was it not? Uh, don't beat yourself up over it. Because uh, you can drive yourself crazy second-guessing and over-analyzing. The decision has been made. If the dog was suffering or was sick, um, then you made the right decision. Um, I'm hoping that you can find some some solace in this and some... Uh, some uh, your dog's in a better place, especially if you're suffering. You don't want to see an animal suffer. I don't want to see anybody suffer, let alone my animals. Uh, and euthanizing your, your buddy, your, you know, your, your animal, your, your dog is hard. So, um, I don't know if you have other pets, but maybe you can, uh, rescue another dog and save him from him or her from the, their euthanization from, uh, so maybe think about that. I'm hoping I don't have a whole lot of words to help you there, buddy. When you, it's, it's tough. So, um, did you make the right decision? You have to ask yourself, because I, I don't know the whole story. But if the doctors told you it was in the best interest of the dog, then you have to go with that and don't second-guess the doctors, okay? So, Stephen, I hope... Uh, Stefan, however you say it, I hope that... Uh, my words help a little bit. Uh, a quick message I got from somebody. It says, you are like the only sane person there. From Mojo Heads Records. <laughs> All right, man. Mojo Heads Records. Listening on iTunes. I appreciate it. Uh, if you've got something you want me to talk about or you got, uh, you want to drop me a picture of where you are or you want to talk about something that's going on in your life or you just want to say, hey, Nat, appreciate the show or hey, that last show you did sucked. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, I'm up for it, man. 304-506-3332. Yeah, that's the, that's your connection. And you know what? Several of you have been leaving voicemails on there and that's fine. I like that. I want to hear from you. I'm going to play a couple in a little, in a little bit, but, uh, 304-506-3332, that is your connection to me. That's how you get in touch with me. Uh, I listen to every single message. I read every text message. And when you text that, text him, text me on the text line. That was hard to say. Your phone number goes in my phone and you are part of the positivity. All right. 
Uh, also, head over to the website, BePositivePodcast.com. Grab some of the merch. It's going away fast. I'm about ready to switch over to a whole new company. I don't like the fact that they're uh, giving a time frame on uh, stuff that's up there. Like, oh, okay, this one's uh, we're taking this one down arbitrarily. So if you see something you like over there, grab it. If not, you can wait for my, my new store to open up soon. Um, and uh, that that's going to be some fun stuff. And as always, my book is available on Amazon, The Positive Perspective, or you can get it from the website. There's a pop-up that comes up. You get your personalized copy. And for those of you waiting for your personalized copy now, Guess what? I'm waiting for my uh, my stash of books to come in right now because uh, we went through them all already. So I'm waiting for a new shipment to come in, waiting for the UPS guy to, to stop at the house and drop off a case of books. <laughs> and I will get them out to you as soon as possible. All right. Today's show is uh, called I Have Severe OCD, Severe Depression, Agoraphobia, and PTSD. It comes from a 54-year-old female who suffers from OCD. She's had it all her life. It says, I was married 33 years when I divorced my husband due to his prescription drug abuse. We remained friends and were working on getting back together when he committed suicide with a gun. Oh, man. Our 26-year-old daughter found him. Oh, my God. I can't even, can't even imagine. He suffered from depression. I totally changed after he did this. I went from OCD, clean freak, and mild fear of germs to locking myself in the house with no contact with anyone, and then COVID hit and it got worse. I got into counseling, but they don't get it. I've been living all of my 54 years with this, and when COVID hit, I thought now people are living with what I have had all my life. I have started getting out, but with great fear. I have severe OCD, severe depression. Severe agoraphobia and severe PTSD. I guess I had PTSD from my childhood being raised by a raging alcoholic father. I had the best mama in the world. When my ex killed himself, something inside me changed for the worst. I feel like the one who helped me with my OCD and fears is the very one who has made me worse. I listen to you daily. I need to have more positive things in my life. I'm sure my message is a lot of rambling due to my memory and con- conversation issues. How are suicide survivors supposed to move on? How can we be normal again? How can we overcome our fears? It's hard to be positive when your world has been to hell and back. I need the tools to get through this. November 2019, this happened. Now in 2022, I'm worse than when it first happened. Well, I say to you, you have dealt with way more than 95% of the people listening to this show. You've done with way, dealt with way more than anyone should have to deal with. Being in a relationship with someone for so many years and seeing them get hooked on drugs and then leaving them for that and then having them commit suicide because they're depressed and have your daughter find her father or stepfather. I'm not sure which it is. It must be, um, is, there's no words that can actually, I can't say anything to make it okay. Um, we have to address these things one, one at a time. So let's start with your OCD, your uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, because that you must be getting a ton of unwanted thoughts and your fears and your, your compulsions have gotten over the top. 
and it's starting to interfere with daily activities. You're locking yourself in the house. You're, you're, you're living with fear. Now, I want to tell you from the beginning of this conversation here that all of this that you're experiencing is based on your fear and your fear is created by your mind or your situation or whatever a, a lot has happened to you. So you're, you're re, re, um, recoiling into a shell for what has happened. You may try to stop and, and, and stop being obsessed with stuff, but you, it just, I'm sure it just makes you more anxious. Um, and when people say, Oh, just get over it or you, you know, time will heal all or, uh, stuff like that, that, that doesn't work for you. I'm sure it doesn't work for you because, because every waking moment you're thinking about what happened and your OCD that you have is, is, is making you overanalyze everything to the point to where you can't even put it out of your mind. So you can't even ease your stress from the OCD. Now, the the PTSD, it's a it's a it's a mental condition that's triggered by a terrifying event, and you've been through a terrifying event, you experienced it, and your daughter has has witnessed it, and I'm sure that you have flashbacks and nightmares and and uncontrollable thoughts about what has happened, and maybe. Uh, maybe there's some guilt that goes along with it, and maybe there isn't. But this, it's another side of the fear that you're living because of what has happened to your life. And this has basically happened to your life. Right? Because this person that you loved, that you separated from, killed themselves. And this, this is a tough topic to talk about. But suicide is running rampant now. Because of the depression, because it's, it, depression is so high because of the COVID lockdowns, because of the restrictions, because of the insanity that's running rampant through everyone's mind and the fear. We're all being fed so much fear and it just magnifies everything, which I'm sure does not help with the agoraphobia that you experience because the anxiety disorder, it, it creates symptoms where you perceive that your environment is unsafe now because of the traumatic experiences that you have, that you've had. And you feel like there's no way to escape. So like open places or public transit or shopping or going on the bus or simply being outside the house, you don't feel safe because your fear is so magnified by all these things that you, you, can't even function. I would, I would imagine, and it's, it's hard for me to put all this into one podcast because these are four serious disorders that you have to deal with on a daily basis. I'm sure. And being 54, you've suffered from OCD all your life. You understand that, but now everything is magnified now because of the lockdown, because of the suicide, because that uh, your husband was the person that helped you, even though he. He kind of didn't because he was uh, became an addict because of uh, his prescri- prescription, and it happens every day. So, I, I, it's hard for me to tell you where to start. I think you have to start with baby steps. You have to approach something like I I would approach the agoraphobia first and say, okay, you know what? There's nothing to be afraid of to go outside. 
What are you afraid of? And think about, and really before you go out, don't overanalyze it. Don't freak yourself out, but ask yourself, why am I afraid to go outside? Is somebody going to shoot me? No. Are you wanted by the cops? No. Is Are you going to step out off your, your porch into burning lava? No. Are people going to judge you? Maybe, but who cares? It's your life. What you're doing is you're, you are creating your own prison with all these labels with the OCD, the depression, the agoraphobia, and the PTSD. Now, I'm not saying they are not real emotions. They're not real feelings that you're feeling. But I am saying that you are creating them. Whether you believe it or not, your mind is creating them. No one else has control over your mind. And when you say, well, I don't have control over it. Well, as soon as you say that, you don't. You're just letting it run wild. But when you really start thinking about it, it's like, okay, you you know, I'm afraid to go outside. I'm afraid to do this. Why? Where's the fear come from? Is it the fear of something that hasn't happened? I understand if it's a fear of something that's already happened, you went outside and you got run over by a car and broke your leg, then, well, yeah, you might be afraid to go outside again. But when you went to the mall, did anything happen? When you went shopping, does anything happen? No, but people might be looking at you. Yeah, so what? Who cares? They don't know you. It doesn't matter what they think. It's your life. It doesn't matter... You have to really get to a point in your life. I think the first step is to actually get to a point to where you can say, I don't care what other people think. I'm not out to impress the neighbors. I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. I don't even like the Joneses. (laughs) But you have to actually understand what is causing these fears. Now, granted, you've been through a huge a traumatic experience that I can't even fathom what you're going through and what your daughter's going through. But you say it happened in 2019 and now uh, it's, it's almost two and a half years later and you say I'm worse than when it first happened. The only way to overcome your fear, you ask, how can we overcome our fears? The only way to overcome your fear is to face it head on. You don't want to hear that, do you? You're afraid to go outside. You're afraid to get on the bus. You're afraid to go be in public. You know how you overcome it? You get your ass out there and you do it. And when you start feeling anxious or freaking out, ask yourself, why am I freaking out? Why? Nobody's going to touch me. No, Nothing's going to happen. This is your, your life. And isolating yourself from people. I, there's some people I, I wouldn't mind isolating myself from, but but creating that fear and letting it fester like that, all you're focusing on is the fear. You're focusing on the depression. You're focusing on all these things and making, I don't want to say making excuses because they're legitimate uh, disorders. It's a, it's a legitimate disorder and a legitimate problem with the way you're thinking. Because if you think about this, let me just break this down simply the way I look at it. And I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, nothing. I'm just a dude talking on the mic, right? I'm just like you. I'm just another human. And actually, I'm just another ball of energy riding around in this meat suit. (laughs) 
But if you think about it, we create our own fears in our mind. And when you get past that and actually stand up to the fear, do something that scares you and go past it and get through it, you get to the the other side. Most of the time you're like, wow. Right? You're like, wow, I did it. And you don't have to get an attaboy from anybody else. Give yourself an attaboy. I did it. I went outside. I went and got the newspaper. I got my mail. I actually said hi to the neighbor and I went back inside. If that's the as much as you can do without having a, a, an a anxiety attack, do it. Enjoy it. Realize that you have the power to do whatever you really want to do. It's all in how you think of it. And if you say, I'm afraid to go outside, I'm afraid uh, of this or that, or I can't be around people, or uh, I, I'm, I keep reliving this this nightmare, you keep reliving it because you say you keep reliving it and you keep thinking about it. And the way to stop thinking about it is to occupy your mind with more positive thoughts. Now, some people are like, that's bullshit. I can't do that. And some people can't. But as soon as you realize that your mind is so simply controlled by you, you could smile at a funeral. <laughs> you could cry at a, I mean, you could, you could control your emotions to the point to where people are like, oh boy, this person's weird. <laughs> and I speak from the heart when it comes to that. But I can control my emotions. I can control everything about my mind. And as soon as I feel myself getting off track, I'm like, whoa, I don't want to feel this way. And I really don't. You don't want to feel uh, depressed. You don't want to be afraid to go outside, do you? Or do, do you thrive on the attention that you get from having all these disorders? I doubt that's the case. I think that you've just let go of the control of your mind and given in to letting your mind just roam wild and not actually control it. So I'm hoping that my words will help you to realize that you control your mind and you control your thoughts. And your thoughts create fear or they create happiness or they create bliss or they create euphoria or they create anxiety or they create sadness or they create depression. And you know who creates your thoughts? <laughs> That's right, you. So let's start creating positive thoughts. And I'm hoping that these words help you a little bit. If not, whoever sent this, I don't have a name or anything like that. Get in touch with me on a text. We'll work through it together, all right? Uh, all right, I want to play a couple of quick uh, messages that people have left on the uh, message line, 304-506-3332, before I end the show. To let you know that I'm listening to you guys, and uh, I'm really happy that you called in. Here's the first one right here. I just want to tell you, thank you. Uh, I needed somebody to help me polish the stone, and it was getting pretty dull. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't see the shine of it anymore. Well, listen to you help me to realize I'm really not that bad a person. Listen to you help me realize I have more opportunities for success than I did for failure. Absolutely. Which we won't call failure. <laughs> anyway, 
thanks again. I'm going to be a, a legit listener, and I will share your your uh, podcast with as many people as I know. God bless you. All right, man. Well, God bless you, too, whoever you are. I'm glad that uh, my, my show's helping you out. Here's the next one right here. Life goes on. Whether you choose to move on and take a chance in the unknown or stay behind, locked in the past, thinking of what you could have been. Well, not me, not why. Because you gave me the keys to unlock my happiness. Nice. Thanks, nice. brother. Keep up the good work. Love you. You, you got it, man. You got it. Thanks for, uh, I appreciate you guys calling into the show, leaving your messages. Uh, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your voice since you get to listen to mine all the time. I want to hear yours. 304-506-3332. Go ahead. Grab your phone. Leave me a message. I'll play it on the show. And we'll talk about it, right? <laughs> all right. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening to the show. We're almost up to 800,000. Uh, it's great. I want to reach a million by the end of the year. That would be awesome. But you guys that are listening to the show, man, I really appreciate you taking the time to let me know you're listening to the show. I appreciate you purchasing my book to help support me to keep this show on the air. I appreciate you grabbing the merchandise from the, the website to help keep this show going because this ain't free and I don't get paid. <laughs> I know I do it because I love doing this. And I love the fact that you guys uh, are getting something out of it because I think we're all getting something out of this. We're all growing and learning together. So I think that's the beauty of this podcast. All right. Make sure you uh, send me, talk to me. I want to hear you. I want to hear your text message. I want to hear you talking at 304-506-3332. Hit the website. Hit Amazon. Grab the positive perspective. All that good stuff. Grab yourself a shirt while you can before they're gone uh, on the website. All right. Don't forget, my name is Nat. This has been the Be Positive, Stay Positive podcast. I think we can all do a little bit better. I'll talk to you later.